0: A superhuman is someone who is self-aware and is always offering their best self to the world. The goal of the superhuman project is to empower growth-minded professionals with insights on career management, job search, workplace productivity, and the future of work. In a sense, it's about learning how to become the best version of ourselves. In each episode, I will invite guests from different disciplines and unpack how they achieved their career success, how they became the best version of themselves, and what are they doing to stay on top of their game. Let's jump in. So today we have Sharon Pressler from from Arizona. And uh, Sharon is a former Air Force pilot. And she Thank, thank you Sharon you have given us time to share with us how pandemic has helped you or or turned out positive for you in discovering a new career that you were that you never thought of so I, I'll let you introduce yourself to the folks who are watching us on video podcasts or on the audio podcasts who are listening to us why do why don't you talk about give us a background on your, uh on on what you what you are doing now
1: sure sure first of all thanks for having me on um i always like star- sharing my uh story with people yeah i grew up uh in california i spent 20 years in the air force moving around most of that time spent flying f-16s i retired from the air force in 2006 and went on to southwest airlines where i uh took a voluntary separation program that came about because of the pandemic. So I retired as a captain from Southwest after 14 years. And now I am doing two things. I'm doing public speaking, which I was doing before. And I like to encourage people to debrief their lives. And I'll can i explain that to you in a little bit. But the other thing I'm doing is I'm taking this opportunity to uh, go back to school. I'm getting a master's degree in psychology with an emphasis in life coaching. And my hope is to help everybody, but primarily young adults transition into adulthood and make a successful transition there. So I think the pandemic has really um, got a lot of people stuck and feel like they aren't getting any traction in where they want to go. So I think it's a good opportunity to help with that.
0: That's very helpful. Thanks for sharing that. Now, let's let's unpack the 14 years you spent at Southwest. Did you ever think about like you said, you were in already into public speaking? But did you ever plan your life the way it panned out? And uh, what was your reaction when, the, when Southwest gave you the opportunity for voluntary retirement?
1: Yeah, so no, I didn't plan I, this. I planned to um, stay another five to 10 years at Southwest Airlines. I'm 55 and mandatory retirement age for airline pilots is 65. So I had 10 years left of working if I chose to do it. And i enjoyed my job there i truly did um the pandemic obviously changed some of that for all of us you know walking around empty airports and flying mostly empty airplanes for a while and trying to find food when you're on the road because everywhere is closed It, it became not quite as much fun but still i i overall enjoyed my job um but southwest had to give us well didn't have to but they chose to offer people an option to leave the airline early hoping to preserve the jobs of those who remained and And for me, um, initially, I wasn't even going to consider the offer. But then when the numbers came out, I was was super excited. I felt this sense of freedom that I could actually choose something to do for myself because I've been flying airplanes or around airplanes since I was 21 years old. So it gave me a real opportunity to go. I could follow something that is more of my passion now, helping other people, and not have a huge financial impact on our family. so that that was important to me. I mean, obviously, I don't just want to quit my job that and and go off and try something new without some sort of plan. And this was a great opportunity. It just felt it was kind of scary because I'm leaving a very secure job that pays pretty well. So that part was was a little scary, but I had the support of my husband and my family, and and it just seemed like the right thing to do to take this opportunity and go try something different.
0: I love the story. Could you talk more about, I know, in your case, you got the option from Southwest and the the numbers, everything made sense for you to take the next step. Now, for a lot of us who are either impacted by the pandemic or they are stuck and they are scared to take the next step, what is your advice to the folks? How can they 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 move to the next step
1: well um and in my public speaking i have a a part where i talk about um developing your courage i had a few scary things happen to me in airplanes and and i got to the point where i was either going to have to um go back and fly or give up something that i loved and the way i developed my courage for that was to sit back really and think about it logically right? I mean, I love flying and i had worked really hard to get where I was. Did I really want to just give that up because I was afraid or did I want to go back and do it? And I just, you just think logically about, you know, what, what do you have to gain? What do you have to lose? You know, what's, what's the risk if you go for it? What's the risk if you listen to your fear and don't? I think that everybody, even people who seem very successful, everybody has a little voice of self-doubt that just chatters in the back of their head sometimes. And And if you can learn to quiet that, that voice of self doubt, and you can develop your courage, then you can take that next step. But you have to do it knowing that it's the right thing for you. You can't, and you have to go into it fully. Right? You can't just kind of stick your toe in the water. You got to get in there if if that's truly what you want to do. And and for me in this particular instance, that what the, what you know, what do I get if I go for it? Is hopefully I get something that's more fulfilling to me and makes a bigger impact on people. In my community, and if I don't go for it, then I just keep doing the same old thing. But that wasn't as making me as happy as it used to, so I chose to go try something different.
0: Could you also talk a little bit more about thinking logically? What, yeah, is there, yeah, if you have some better example which can, because this that's one area which I also struggle with in terms of figuring out. If there is a formula or what what exactly we can put together that okay this is this is right i should go ahead in this direction
1: okay yeah i don't think there's any formula unfortunately i think people have to kind of figure it out for themselves but the way the way that you have to think about it i think is it's really you know a pros and cons kind of discussion what you know what are you going to benefit if you try this some this thing that's new to you or what are you going to, what's going to happen if you don't do anything and you don't change anything and you continue on the path you're on, right? And that's where you have to sit and think about it, really think about it. And what it is you want from your life It's your life. You control it. It might not seem like it sometimes, especially lately, but it is your life. So, and do you want to step up and, and do something you really want to do? Or do you want to continue down the path you're on? And for a lot of people that the fear isn't so much that I mean, it's not a physical fear. You're not worried you're going to get hurt. The fear is you're not going to be successful, that you're not going to, you know, you might fail at something. Well, we all fail at stuff all the time, right? If, even if you fail the first time you try something new, that doesn't mean it wasn't the right thing to do. You just have to get up and try again. If it's something important to you, you have to fight for it and you have to work for it. And that t- it does take courage. I'm not saying it doesn't. But I think the fear of failure too often holds us back from trying to do the things that we're
0: meant to do. You know, I I love this answer because I think this is the best. Uh, in words, I think you have given me the formula what I was looking for. And uh, I I know that uh, the way I describe to a lot of startups that I work with is it's not about the end outcome or the success that that founders are looking for it's more about enjoying the journey like you mentioned you know it's all about instead of worrying about the failures it's about in the startup world we say pivoting so just try to have fun at every step and if it doesn't work pivot so move to the other direction wherever you see it's you are seeing customers taking interest or you see whichever new door opens up just start going there i, I don't know if you know this, like the person who started Twitter, uh, Jack Dorsey, if I, if I remember correctly, they started Twitter as a video game, which eventually <laughs> turned out to be the platform that is today.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's how it is. Now, let's, let's talk about your new career. Uh, you said it's not new, but I, yeah, if you could share with us, what are you doing now and, uh, and how, how are you finding meaning in that?
1: Yeah. So we started, um, I started public speaking a couple years ago and I'm a part of a speaker's bureau called Athena's Voice, which is a bunch of women veterans. And we speak about, um, it's called the, the wisdom of women warriors. And, and really we take our experiences that we learned through, most of us are fighter pilots. So that's a, that's a pretty tough environment, you know, and the, the lesson that I brought to my speech, the thing that I talk about is debriefing your life. Um, fighter pilots are known for their debriefs. We sit, we go fly for an hour and then we come back and we watch video for two or three hours, finding every single mistake, trying to make sure we're going to be better the next time we go fly. And that, that principle, you can apply that to your life as well. And I've found several instances where I've debriefed my life and found lessons to go forward. And one of them was a, the snippet I gave you about developing your courage, right? I had to eject out of an F-16, which was um, traumatic, quite honestly, And 11 days later, I got the opportunity to go fly again. And it was either go fly or listen to that voice, listen to that fear. And that's how the process I went through to develop my courage. But there's all sorts of those stories. And and with the pandemic, I really think it's important that we take the time to look at our performance and not just the mistakes, but the things we do well. Look at that and find the root cause. what's, What's working and why is it working or what isn't working and why isn't it working And once you get that root cause, you can develop a lesson for yourself to take forward and and hopefully make you better at whatever it is you're trying to do, help you be a better version of yourself. So that's the essence of my message. And uh, we're all speaking virtually now. So I'm uh, planning to talk to some uh, ROTC or Reserve Officer Training Corps detachments at universities to help them um, take some of my lessons because we've all had to pivot in our lives at several different times. And it's, it's how, do you, how, do you check, how do you approach that pivot? You know, you're going to get thrown into something you weren't expecting, kind of like we all have been this year. But what are we going to do about it, right? Are we going to find a way to move forward? Are we going to sit back and go, wow, this is really crummy. I can't do any of the stuff I would normally do. Well, don't do what you normally do. Go find something else. So that's that's what I'm trying to take forward too. And it's targeted mostly at um, young adults, but really it works for all of us. I mean, I'm 55 and I still use all those lessons.
0: Something that I always have, uh, has, has uh, entrusted me is listening to your heart and not your brain. Just want to know from you, how do you say that you are listening to your heart? Is there a way you... Believe, okay. Yes, this is what my heart wants to do. Do you have a method for that? That or what do you think about that?
1: Well, if you keep going back to the same kind of thing, so in this case, even though even when I was flying airplanes, I always enjoyed like. Going and talking to the school on career day, or we had an adopt-a-pilot program where you'd go talk to young kids, or I would have friends who would say, hey, could you talk to my daughter about this, you know, or I mentor quite a few women in aviation. So throughout my life, even when I was flying, I really enjoyed um, helping people become who they should be, helping people learn what it is they want to do, helping people play to their strengths and see what they're really good at. So even though my primary job was aviation, I was always kind of going back to this. There was always a part of it running through that was really service to others and helping them develop their lives. So that's, I finally realized that's really probably what I should be doing. So if it's something your heart really thinks you should do, you'll find it running through your life in, in small traces. It might not ever be the primary thing you're doing. So it'll keep showing up again and again, at least for me anyway. And then eventually you can, you know, listen. <laughs> you don't have to wait till you're 55 to decide to make a career change, but you can listen to what makes you happy and what you enjoy doing.
0: So you mentioned something, you don't have to wait until 50 uh, until you're 55. So what? So I remember when I started my career, I used to give myself an excuse, and I'm sure there must be people like me. I used to say, I'm not, I do not have the right experience. I do not have so-called gray hair to get that particular job that I want. So I need to spend some time, get the experience and then try that job. Now, when I have spent more than 20 years in the industry, I start thinking, is it like, should I switch? Can I go from one career to another? Is it too late? And like you mentioned, uh, career switching. What What's your take on switching careers? Or what's your take on somebody who is not unlike you, you, you love flying, but somebody who is in a job, they got stuck in the job straight out of college, and they do not enjoy the job, but they are scared as to what else they can do, uh, switching careers. What, what uh, What's your advice for them?
1: In aviation, we talk about uh, the fact that not making a decision is in itself a decision, right? Because when you're flying, if you're flying an F sixteen at sixty miles a minute, you you got to make a decision, and you've got to make it relatively quickly, right? And if you don't make a decision, your airplane's just going to keep going the way it was. Well, your life's kind of the same way. I mean, if you don't actively investigate what other things you want to do, and you don't look for a career that will provide you some um, sense of purpose and fulfillment as well as an income, and you just keep going down the path you're on. You can do that, but realize that by not investigating these other options, you're making a decision. Every day you're making a decision to continue on the same path. And if you're happy with that decision, that's great. But if you're not, then you owe it to yourself to at least go out and explore these other options explore these other things, find some volunteer work maybe that would help you experience what it would be like to change careers, and then make an educated decision, right? If, if the only thing keeping you at the job you're in is fear of doing something different, or most likely fear of failure trying to do something different, then that's, that's what you need to overcome. But whatever you decide to do, make it an educated decision. So, go find out about the opportunities that exist out there that you might be able to do something different that you enjoy that will provide fulfillment that will also meet your financial needs if you don't go look and you just keep doing, going down the road you're on you're you're making a decision every day to continue in a job you don't like
0: yeah that's that's very helpful so let me ask you from a F16 pilot to a public speaker how did you find your your interest in public speaking what made you think about that as a career
1: i'm interested in primarily because i want to share some of the lessons from my life i've had a i've had a pretty unusual life i was um a navigator before i went to pilot training and then uh i was the first woman to actually fly the f-16 in the u.s air force so there's a lot of things that happened to me along the way that i learned a lot of things from that i would like to share with people right and that's i think why i target initially the the younger generation just because i think they have a lot of people don't have parents at home that help them learn these lessons and prepare them for adulthood and if you can learn how to be resilient resilient you can learn how to pivot you can learn how to adjust and give yourself credit for things you do and not give up on yourself then you can accomplish so much more and have a so much fuller life that it's worth trying to share those lessons and help people be themselves.
0: You know, I might be pivoting here a little bit, but something you mentioned about young people, and I keep telling my kids, back in the day when we grew up, it was not, it was very different. So I would like to know from you, how do you see it different? I'll tell, uh, from my perspective, you know, you have two lives. I see people have two lives. One is the social media life, where you will see somebody happy and happening and all the good things in their life. And one is the real life where that person, we don't know what that person is going through. And I'm sure in today's world of Snapchat and all the TikTok and all these uh, things or Facebook, the kids are always enticed, you know, with like my friends are having all the fun and I'm stuck here. Virtually, I I don't know what to do. What's what's your uh, take on that? Well, yeah, it's
1: obviously very different than, uh, than when I grew up, right? Um, but I think that it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative influence. But you have to realize, I mean, go back and look at your own social media posts. And is that how you feel all the time? No. So... Keep that in mind when you view everybody else's and it's, it's when your friends aren't posting on social media, that's when you need to check in on them, right? Cause that's when they're struggling with something. That's when they probably need help. If, if they go, if they go quiet for a while, that means they don't have anything good that they want to post and share with everybody. Cause nobody wants to post their negative stuff. So that's when you need, if your are friends, you need to check on them and go, Hey, how's it going over there? You know? Cause it is, it's, it's a very false image of life. Nobody's life is as happy as their Instagram feed. Nobody's.
0: That's great. Checking on friends also popped the topic of networking in my mind. Because we are always not sure if we ping someone in our own network, rather than going out of our network and trying to make friends with somebody we don't know. A lot of people are have that inertia. Why would I want to call somebody I've not spoken to him in many years? Could you share more about networking from your perspective and to, in today's world, how important it is for, for anybody of any age?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, when I was trying to make the decision if I was going to retire from Southwest Airlines or not, I reached out to a guy I had worked with in the Air Force who now ran a financial planning company. I hadn't talked to him but a couple times since I retired because he came to work at Southwest as well, but at a whole different area. So I never saw him. So I reached out to him and he helped me look at my numbers and make sure that I was making a decision. But at the same time we reconnected. Right. And then he was the one who um, recommended me for the article in the wall street journal, which then brought me some publicity. So I could talk to people about my message for um, debriefing your life and, and the importance of, of that for the younger generation. So I mean it was a it was a simple reach out to a friend I hadn't talked to in 10 years. And then it it builds into something different. Right? So, yeah, go outside your own network. I always recommend that. But also reconnect with the people that you've lost track of, right? There's a reason you were friends to begin with. It's not going to hurt if you reach out to them. And once again, it's that I think a lot of times people their fear of failure, their fear of rejection, right? Well, if I would have reached out to my friend, Charlie, and he would have said, hey, I'm really busy right now. I can't help you. I don't know that I would have felt personally rejected, right? And even if you do, you don't know what people are going to say unless you ask. You know, there's probably all sorts of people out there who want to help you. If you don't ask them, you'll never know. The worst they're going to tell you is no, right? So yeah, I definitely think you should try to connect and keep keep a robust network going of people, but then that robust network, if it's a large network, realize those people are, are contacts and a lot of times acquaintances, but you also need to have that smaller group of people that you, that you really trust to help you when you need it, right? That's, I think, the, the really important part right now.
0: Yeah, and for networking, definitely keeping track of your friends, checking with, back with them. But what's your viewpoint of two things? Turning acquaintances into a relationship. How do you build relationships? Do you have any advice there?
1: Well, I think if you want to build a relationship with someone, it has to be two-sided, right? You don't want to build a relationship with someone and just expect them to help you all the time. So if you've got acquaintances that you would like to build a more positive or a stronger relationship with, then what can you do to help them? right? What can you do to help them accomplish what they're trying to accomplish? And that's going to build a strong relationship with them. And then if you need help from them, you can probably ask them. But the way to build that relationship is is to find ways to help them, find ways that you can um, have a positive impact on them. And then that will create the desire in them to, to help you as well and to have a positive impact on you. So, it's it's definitely a two-way street. And then you have to realize if you're trying to have a relationship with someone who doesn't necessarily wanna have a stronger relationship with you, that's not always a judgment on you and what you're doing, right? It can just be that they're super busy right now. They've got a big project due. They don't have time to to invest in a relationship at this point. So when you reach out to people, if they're not as receptive or they aren't as uh, as interested, then try not to just internalize that that's not a judgment on you it's just what's going on in their world as much as
0: yours got it got it that's very helpful this is a different question what's that one big idea or concept that changed you forever or if i should say that if you go back to to your younger self what is that one thing you would advise your younger self if you uh, if if time rewinds
1: huh. Yeah, well, I would tell my younger self to stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. You know, everybody's, there's always going to be people telling you, no, you don't fit in. No, you don't belong here. No, you're not good enough. There's always going to be those people. And it's hard sometimes when you're in that, especially that teenage life where you're supposed to have the right clothes and the right hairstyle and and the right friends. It's It's hard to look past that and realize that when you get to be... I won't say a a grown up, but when you get to have your own adult life, right, and you're in your 20s or or you're in your early 30s, you're going to look back on what you thought was so important at the time and you're going to go, wow, that, that was kind of a waste of energy. That was kind of silly. You know, I have three or four really good friends from my high school days that I still keep in touch with. And that's out of my class of 700 at high school. Those are really the only people that matter to me. So I'm not saying don't listen to anybody, but only listen to the people who matter to you and who care about you, right? Don't listen to the the other people because there's always going to be people going, oh, (laughs) did you you see Sharon's new haircut? Oh, my gosh, it's terrible, right? Who cares? Do I care what that person thinks about me? So that's what I would tell a, a younger version of myself is just be true to yourself. Be yourself. Be happy with who you are and go live your life.
0: Cool. This is, this is very helpful. Be your authentic self. That's, that's a very good message. So, so Sharon, before I conclude the interview, folks who are watching you on the video and listening to you, where can they find you? What is the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Well, you can find me on Instagram or you can find me on LinkedIn, Sharon Pressler. And you can find me at Athena's Voice USA.
0: Perfect. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to share the links to your uh, profile also on the podcast show notes. So again, uh, Sharon, thank you so much for your time. There are a lot of good things we learned today. And I'm sure uh, folks would definitely reach out to you for more advice. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. You can continue to hear the full episode on our YouTube channel or Apple, iTunes or Spotify. Go there and search for The Superhuman Project and you will find us. Also, if you would like to contact us, please follow our LinkedIn page and send us a direct message. This will keep you updated on our latest posts. Until next time, thank you again.